Welcome to the Christian Foundry Podcast, where iron sharpens iron for the glory of God, the exaltation of Christ, and the edification of the saints. That's how you do it right there. That's how you do it. Is that how you do it? That's great. That's how you do it. Well, we want to win. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Foundry Podcast. And on this episode, we're going to be dealing with a pretty heavy topic. And and of course, as you've already seen from the title, we're going to be talking about depression. And, And I do want to put this disclaimer out now before we go any further. If you have young kids or kids that listen with you, or they may listen on their own, you might want to screen this before they do, because depression, as you know, is really heavy. There's a lot of things that are involved with depression, and we see depression uh, throughout the scriptures, if if we want to be honest, uh, in different ways. But it affects people many different ways, so we're just going to have a real candid conversation tonight about depression. It's not going to be necessarily deep theologically. We are going to point all things back to the scripture, of course, but uh, we're just going to share our hearts today or tonight, whenever you're listening uh, on this episode of the podcast. Uh, so do take that into consideration. And, and guys, with that being said, let's just have a conversation about depression, a real conversation. Yeah. So I think it's, it's something that really uh, needs to be talked about. Uh, there's such a stigma that surrounds mental health and you know even as christians some people say that that or they expect maybe uh they've got the misconception that christians don't struggle with depression and i would uh i am a living example that christians do and sometimes severe depression um it can be a, a number of things that start to show in your life or, you know, as we as we covered uh, in one of our classes, uh, just different things that we do in our lives and different things that we don't do in our lives, you know. Um, but mental health definitely uh, has a stigma surrounding it. And a lot of people don't want to they don't want to address it. They don't want to face it. Um, but I tell you. There are different ways that folks can, um, you know, so-called deal with it. Um, I know for me, before I got saved, before I was a Christian, um, I dealt with it uh, through consumption, heavy consumption of alcohol and uh, everything that comes along with that. Um, You know, just living in the bars and, and the sexual sin that came with that. Um, lifestyle was very, very, um, it was, it was tragic and it was devastating. So, but I had always, one thing remained the same throughout the whole thing was, uh, there was a hope that was missing, uh, from my life. And a lot of times that's, that's where, that's what leads you to depression, right? So, uh, people kind of look for that hope and, uh, you want to feel useful. You want to feel accomplished. I mean, look around. <laughs> In today's age, you know, people look at money, uh, fame, uh, material, wealth, uh, successes, you know, degrees, what have you. Those things can be good things, but a lot of people look for that hope in those things. And uh, I, too, am, am guilty sometimes of that. Uh, as Christians, we're, we're not. Uh, in fact, uh, the word of God, you know, 
promises us that we will endure sufferings. And I believe that mental health is just, it's just part of that. But uh, on this episode, we'd like to really just kind of dig into what that looks like in our lives. Some people struggle with it worse than others. Some people don't really struggle with depression at all, but uh, it's, it's not a horrible thing for us to talk about it. Yeah, in fact, this, this is a place that needs Absolutely. to be talked about. This is the church. And, and we kind of failed at that a lot. Yeah. And even in the church, mental health has a very bad stigma and, we want to always be real and raw and just transparent with listeners, viewers, uh, what have you, because this is real. I mean, a lot of people struggle with mental health and nobody wants to talk about it. So here we are, you know, some things that <clears throat> happen in our lives. Here we are to discuss that and what that looks like and what the scriptures, uh, how we combat that really. You know, uh, it can turn into laziness, can turn into sleepy, you know, all the time you want to sleep, uh, don't feel motivated. That's that's kind of from my perspective where it is. But the word of God is is so beautiful and God's promises are true. Even though we, we go through sufferings, there are promises of, of hope and peace and joy and love because we are indwelt with the Holy Spirit and the fruit of that spirit is, you know, those, some of those things. So, um, so I, I mean, some of the scriptures um, are very clear on this, and and there are different uh, people throughout the Bible, throughout the scriptures that have really struggled with that, not not feeling enough, you know, uh, as they're not feeling as accomplished, not feeling uh, as useful, uh, but. God can use us, you know? Um, I think it'd be a good idea to start talking about what depression is like. And I don't want to put anybody on the spotlight, but to talk about what it is in their life and what sets it apart from, let's say, like something tragic happening, like the loss of a loved one and being upset and grieving. Kind of the difference in sadness and depression. There is a difference there. There there is a big difference. Yeah. And. I think grief is a is a good thing. After you know, there's a period of, of grief that is healthy uh, for someone to go through after a tragic accident or the loss of a loved one or something like that. So, depression for me really looks like um, essentially just really being paralyzed to the point of just zero motivation. I mean, when I wake up, just don't feel like doing anything. Um, just that that's really how it feels to me. I just lay there and don't want to do really anything, you know? So it's, it's like a sense of paralysis and there's just this sense of dread sometimes, you know, some days worse than others. Yeah. Um, what do you uh, think drives that? Um, if you could trace it back to yeah, what's so, causing that, because I think there are, we could probably look and sure. see something. Sure. There are patterns uh, yeah. of, of different things. It can look different um, depending on the day. Exhaustion can be one. Yeah. Uh, exhaustion, you know, a lot of times it's a domino effect. Yeah. So the spiral. You, you know, just get, spiral. you can get, you know, this in this day and age, 
it's so easy to get caught up in the busyness of life and work and things like that. And that leads to exhaustion. That leads to less time in the word of God. Um, If I'm being transparent, I mean, you know, that's, we as Christians struggle to read the Bible sometimes because we put our priorities in the wrong, you know, we put priorities on, on the wrong things. Mm -hmm. And um, even though we know the beauty of the time that we get to spend and the opportunity that we have to know the living God uh, through his word. Um, but exhaustion is one. Um, Mason, what, what's some things that, that you struggle uh, with? I mean, I deal with you know? a lot of insecurities. Being the young one, you know, in teaching, I often feel that I can never yeah. teach what yeah. I need to teach. Yeah. Um, you know, with work, it's never being able to do the proper job. Yeah. Um, just with friends, not being able to be there, not being able to, provide that support yeah yeah i mean and exhaustion for me as well um something i deal with every day yeah exhaustion and depression can can really alter your sleep patterns things like that so exhaustion really sets in that's at an early time throughout the day that's a domino effect that you start you you start dealing with is uh and, and i would i would kind of piggyback off what you said as far as as um, just no motivation or whatever. For me, I've, I've dealt with it from time to time as well. And um, it's a numbness. The yeah. best way I know to describe it is just, yeah. I just don't care. Yeah, it's like anything. you just get to where you I'm can't. just over everything. I don't care. I don't want to do anything. And and you feel like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. And and what happens, you get that, that exhausted point. You um, maybe you aren't sleeping well or whatever, but then you're, you're doing, you're, you're doing things. Um, instead of resting, sure, you know, that uh, may not be productive and, and may just literally be laying there watching TV or literally doing nothing. Yeah. I've done that, just yeah, sitting, sometimes doing just nothing. waking up. But then the problem, yeah, tough. Then, yeah, then the next thing that you know, you, you get in that domino effect of then that affects your sleep patterns. You know, maybe you're staying up really late uh, and, and then trying to go to sleep late and then you throw yourself off and it, it snowballs. Yeah, it just yeah. builds and builds and builds, and that that's where I've run in trouble. And I've uh, you know, I've come to a place where I've started to recognize when that's beginning. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, mm-hmm. and I can attempt to do things to to stop it, you know, from getting out of control. Um, for me, exercise has always been a, a really helpful thing, you know, and I've gotten out of that habit of exercising as much as I should, and uh, and I feel it and I know it, um, but. Uh, in addition to that, digging in and then finding hope in the word mm-hmm. um, is just, it, it's really changed how I deal with, with that. Instead of me becoming angrier and harder to deal with and stuff, I can go to the word and kind of get refreshed from it, you know, and, and hopefully stop that cycle, you know, pull that one domino out so that yeah. the next one can't fall. Yeah. You know, huh. so. Weather, weather is another contributing factor to me. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, wintertime, I hate wintertime. You know, here where we're at, we just got through with a couple of ice storms and things like that. It's okay. Once I get up and around, I'm okay. I think. You know what I mean? Uh, it's easier for me, though. Once I get up, get shower, get, get drinking coffee, things like that, and get moving, it's fine. And I don't mind the cold weather so much, but... You know, it's just that dreary, cloudy feeling that just sets in in the wintertime. And we don't have 
horrible winters here, but when it gets caught, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just dreary. Six or seven days just, of not seeing sunshine. It just drags you down. To you. Take today that we had 70 oh, something degree weather. Yeah, the sun was out. It's just beautiful. People are moving. People are active. People are happy. And that is, uh, weather has always been, I think, a contributing factor to, uh, some of my, um, seasons of, of depression. I'm right really? there with you. I've noticed, um, you know, the transition from fall to winter yeah. is often one of the hardest times for me. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's often I don't try to talk about it ever. Yeah. You know, you know, often the male is looked at as someone who's not supposed to show emotion. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for us and, you know, with society pushing in on us constantly, we don't we hide it. Yeah. And, you know, that's one thing I'll notice if I bottle it up long enough, I just blow up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't think any of y'all have ever experienced that. And I, I told you this earlier. I'm clinically diagnosed with depression. Yeah. I don't tell many people. So it's been a struggle. I've dealt with it since I was 13. Yeah. Clinically diagnosed since last year. You know, I never told anybody. Yeah. And you can ask uh, my buddy Jake. Uh, he was there when I blew up. It wasn't too long ago. And it was rough. Yeah. Real rough. Yeah. And I think you're an amazing example to talk about because before you told anybody this right here, right now, I don't think anybody would have ever pointed at Mason no. and said, no, that, that, that guy that's, that's got yeah. that great laugh. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and and that just shows how easy it yeah. is for people to hide what's so, really going on inside. Yeah. Sometimes the, the, I'm trying to think of how to put this, but sometimes the people that seem the happiest are the, most are, are the saddest, really. Um, and that is, man, that's so real. Yeah. That is yeah, so it's, real. It's exhausting to fake it. Yes. It is. Absolutely. It's exhausting and to fake it. And that just adds to the problem. Yes, that, that part of that domino effect you're talking yeah. about. And it becomes overwhelming. And you can't explain it, you know? It's just so heavy and paralyzing. It just is. And um, I'm so glad that, that we're able to talk about this and hopefully – through this, we can help somebody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because if you don't reach out, if you don't talk to somebody about it, especially, I mean, you need to be in the Word of God. Uh, and it's it's healthy. I can tell you. None of us are going to judge anybody that wants to come say, hey, I, I struggle with that too. And that's why we, we all felt so strongly about talking about depression on this episode. Yeah. It's just, um, it is just... We're in a time to where people just think, like you said, the man is supposed to be strong and, you know, it, it's just, but it, it's, it's tough, man. The world we live in is just very difficult and ugly and, <laughs> you know, it doesn't help when it's wintertime and yeah. all these things add up, you know, life just gets so busy and yeah. things happen and maybe we lose loved ones or something like that, but it just keeps that those dominoes yeah. just keep falling until you just can't move. There can be, yeah, there can be so many different triggers yeah. that start yeah. that. But once you start down that, uh, you know, again, I'll use that analogy of a snowball as it's rolling down that hill. Once it's started, you know, uh, for me, even uh, knowing that this is what's going on, it is depression that is um, affecting me at this moment. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm depressed. I have no reason to be. Yeah. But then I am. And that, what's that do? Well, that makes me angry. And that was a struggle. What does that do? Well, that 
that makes things worse, yeah. you know? And again, it just continues to grow. So we've got to do something to break that cycle. One thing important, absolutely is talking about it. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, in the context of the church, we know, uh, we know we have hope. Mm-hmm. We have the, the ultimate hope. The we have real hope. hope. Yeah. Um, and so that's a starting point, I think, for a lot of people. And unfortunately, you know, the world is not going to tell you that when when you deal with depression, they're not going to say, "Are you saved?" Yeah, no. You know, they're going to say, uh, "Can you drink this or can you take this to feel better?" Take yeah. this to feel better. Yeah. Um, you know, meditate, whatever. Yeah. And those things are okay. That's fine. Some, sure. Sometimes people need to be medicated. You know, I take that. That is, yeah. that is absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, requirement for some folks. Well, I think, I think, but go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. I think it's, I think we've got a severely over uh, medicated. Yes. Yes. Because I I think so many people would far better be served with a a candid conversation and the truth of the scripture. Yeah. 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 And and that would help a lot. Now it's not going to cure per se, but, but you're going to ha- have the tools then to help s- notice when things are going and stop that cycle and, and pull back out of it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up the medication thing. Um, I was listening to an interview with Candace Owens not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Candace brought up a good point. She was going through a rough time in her life when she was in college, her early years of college. Uh, and she was, she was with a boy. They broke up like within her first couple weeks of being in college. And she went through a severe depression bout of anxiety and depression when she went home her dad had, or actually her dad had to come get her in the middle of a college semester to bring her home so they could go to a doctor well the doctor of course in their in doing what a doctor can do the best they can do they subscribe they prescribe something to her so she went back to her college dorm with her prescriptions for anxiety and depression and she was about to take her medication and her ra popped in for one reason or another um and she's like hey what are you doing I'm about to take my depression medication. She's like, I don't know. He had depression. I was like, it's something new. And she asked him, she, she asked her very pointed question. Do you know where the depression comes from? And she's like, well, yeah. It's like, then you really don't need medication. You need, it's a natural human emotion to deal with um, depression. But what I want to be clear about is there are absolutely people like we've talked about that need medication, that there is no cause. There is no rhyme or reason for the depression or anxiety or any kind of mental health. There is no there is no center point for it. It just occurs. And those people truly and really need that help. Um, but like you said, some people just need a, a conversation to talk it out and to talk through it. Yeah. And if you can pinpoint the exact reason behind the depression, you most likely probably don't need it. But it doesn't it doesn't hurt to have it when those severe bouts do show up. Well, another thing, too, as Christians, we are still – we still sin, yeah. and sometimes the consequence of that of that sin is is shame or guilt. So that can that can make that domino yeah. effect go too, and uh, makes the snowball get bigger. Um, so just being in the Word would help us yeah. stay uh, one in a, in a state of uh, of repentance. Absolutely, yeah. and uh, Lord, because the, the Word is going to point out that sin, but it's also going to point out the the forgiveness of that sin yes yeah. and, and you know when you have that second half um you know, and we do in christ yeah. that understanding yeah. is, is to have the 
the joy of yeah. the forgiveness of sins, which yeah. is the greatest joy and the greatest hope that can overcome that depression. Um, it's freeing. Mm-hmm. It is very freeing. The, the grace that God has shown us is far beyond anything that we could ever uh, comprehend. Um, I, I said earlier tonight, or whatever um, we were talking about, um, I don't know. It's only by God's grace that I stayed alive. Um, you know, uh, before I was a believer, I, I just like, how in the world did I ever make it through a day without being in the scriptures, without being in prayer, without um, being saved? And it's only by the grace of God um, that he drew me to repentance and, and faith in Christ. And uh, that hope that I had been longing for and looking for is found in Christ. My and hope is built on nothing less. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, we will still struggle. Yeah. But as believers, we have a hope that a lot of people don't have. Absolutely. And they're empty and that's difficult to, yeah. to run through. I think that's why alcohol was my biggest thing that I chased because it was just I never could get enough because that hope was never showing up, you know, that hope and peace that you look for uh, in a bottle or a can or whatever it is, uh, drugs, uh, people look for it in different ways, and it's only found in Jesus Christ. Yeah, and for those going through um, these issues and dealing with these problems, um, we're, we've gone, we've talked about James chapter one a ton recently in the, in the very recent past. Um, and the joy that comes through dealing with these trials, it's something that we all will go through to some degree or another. And we will all face these issues, um, day to day, whether, whatever it looks like, anxiety, depression, general life things, uh, plans not working out the way we want yeah. to, which could lead to that depression. Sure. Um, but there is joy found in those things because it, it allows us to cling to God um, for the believer. It draws us to him because we need that um, that rock. We need that hope, that joy, that peace that only God can give us through the scripture and knowing him. Um, and there's joy found in that. Mm-hmm. There's great, great joy found in that. I've often said it, you know, these trials we go through, you know, we often, I mean, the world's response to a trial is to be down about it. Sure. I mean, how many times do we hear, oh, I'm just having the worst day ever. You know, we don't take a consideration. I should have been dead yesterday because of my sin. Yeah. Today is a new day because of the mercy of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, to, when it says to count it all joy, you know, to a believer, you know, those trials are meant to break us down from the flesh, but to build us back up firmer in yeah. the face. Amen, brother. And, yes. you know, I, that's a tough thing to you know, come about and think yeah. about and yeah. truly come to the conclusion of, but when you think about it, you know, keeping that hope in Christ and knowing mm-hmm. that, you know, we have a hope that the world doesn't. Yeah. I think that's the biggest relief yeah. you can ever have. Yeah. yeah. Cause I know yeah. in my unconverted life, filling it with porn, alcohol, hurting people. Yeah. I mean, you'll never find true peace or joy in that. And the more you keep going into it, the more you're going to be depressed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You keep digging a hole. Yeah, it feeds it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious, yeah. yeah. Very dark, dark yeah. times. I mean, yeah. I can remember many times. I mean, am I allowed to go deeper than what we've already went? Yeah. Go as deep as you want, but Many times of suicidal thoughts. Yeah. I yeah. mean, many. Yeah. 
And like you said, it's by the grace of God that I'm even sitting yeah. here today. And praise God, yeah, uh, we are sitting here today. And golly, and, and, if somebody's listening, yeah, um, that is going through that. The, the church has done a huge disservice to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just the world in general, but the church as well, because yeah. we've kind of stigmatized depression, suicidal thoughts, things like that. But when you look through the Bible, you see this. We've mentioned this already, but even Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. I mean, he sweat blood. Yeah. I mean, this was right before he knew he was headed to his death. He was sweating blood. But in the church, we have, shh, you don't deal with, yeah. you, you just need to read your Bible more. Yeah, we don't talk about yeah. this. Yeah, so... That leads people to do what you've done, what I've done, what we've probably yeah. all done. We've bottled these emotions up and these thoughts up, and it, it comes to a head, and we yeah. lash out, or or we put a gun in our hand and look at it and say, "Well, this would I'd just be better off." Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times, if you'll hear what we say in our depression, now I believe depression is a part of the fall, right? Yeah. Depression yeah. is a part of this yeah. sinful yeah. world yeah. we live sure. in, and. Uh, talk about going deep in suicidal thoughts, brother, is I've held a gun in my hand thinking mm-hmm. I'm better off. I'm yeah. right there with you. And, and, then I, and then I put it down like, what am I doing? And right. You- but in our de- times of depression, I would say, I would say a lot of times, not every time, a lot of times, if we're honest with ourselves, and I'm just going to speak from me, from my point of view. It all goes back to, I didn't get my way. Yeah. This didn't work out the way I wanted to. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of I moments in there. And again, that's where we have failed as the church because we've shut people up instead of being able to say, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah. yeah. And then to be able to point out, why do you feel this way? Well, l- listen to what you're saying. I. I don't like cold weather. I don't like. Now, again, there are circumstantial reasons we go through depression. There's yeah. there's medical, like sure, clinical yeah. reasons yeah. we go through depression. It's just part of the fall. Like you said, yeah. there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. Statistically speaking, like there's actually statistic, like you're talking about the weather and everything. Statistically speaking, January as a month is the most depressing month, like across the board mm-hmm. out of every month. So there is a, there is a correlation. It does not mean it's the cause, but there is a correlation, a correlation between there, yeah. a, a spike in depression for people who deal with it and certain months. Right. Sure. Well, here's another way the church has done a huge disservice to those with depression is ripping the scriptures out of context. Yeah. Right? Well, God won't put more on you than you can bear. Wrong. That's not that true. Is, right? Yeah. I mean, every one of us at this table have dealt in some form of depression, I'm sure. Right? Some may be deeper than others. Some may be smaller. But... At the same time, well, God, he's not going to put more on you than you can bear. That is simply untrue. Yes. Yeah, that is, yes. that is biblical. <laughs> the world will pile up on you. But what is the key verse there? What is the key passage? What's it talk about? The way out is what? Leaning on God. Point. Is Christ. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Is it 2 Corinthians 5.21? 2 Corinthians 5.21. 521 is the great exchange. Yeah, yeah that's the great. great exchange. It's 5.17? No, I think oh. it's no, it's if he's in any... If it, any man's in Christ, he's a new creation. Yeah, that's five seventeen. I think okay. it's First Corinthians, either one or three, or Second Corinthians. One we or have three. a computer down there. Let's look it up. Um, <laughs> we'll find it. But that's the thing: is the churches be quiet? We don't yeah. talk about that. This is your selfish desires. This is you're not getting your way. Something is different. You know, whatever. And also, just just know that God's not going to put more on you than you can handle. And they leave out a very key element. 
of that scripture. And as soon as Matt pulls it up, because it's a, it's in Corinthians somewhere. It's I know Second Corinthians because I know it's Paul's letter of his defense for that. You know, well, First Corinthians is also Paul's letter. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> Give it to me again. Uh, I think it's 2 Corinthians 3. I'm going to look at mine as well. Um, well, while you're doing that, let me just read this too, because this is a a, a, uh, a good scripture here. 2 Corinthians 4.17 says this, For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory yes. far beyond all comparison. Right, so we are going to struggle and suffer. I think you need to finish. I think you need to go to the next part. Read. Finish that. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we get in this routine of the, these bouts of depression, and what happens a lot of time is we're bottled up, we're away from everybody, we're keeping it to ourselves. And then we begin to feel sorry for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We begin to think there's no way out, that uh, w- this is just my life now, right? But these are just temporal things if you're in Christ. Yes. And that should bring us that joy we talked about in James chapter 1, right? Now, that doesn't mean that we're walking around just with the, the biggest smiles on our face and we're just everything is like we're in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory or whatever. <laughs> uh, it does mean that there are times when we're going to be sad, yeah. that we're going to be upset, that we're going to want to be kind of to ourselves, but we can still have joy in those things. And I found that passage of Scripture. What is it? Okay, it's Second uh, Corinthians 1, 8 through 11. I'll read through it all. For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia, for we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, But that was to make us not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Mm -hmm. He delivered us from the deadly peril, and He will deliver us. On Him we have set our hope that He will deliver us again. You must help us by prayer so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. Mm -hmm. Amen. There's a couple pieces there that we really need to pick apart. And you could even back up to three, right? Praise be to God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Mm. Yeah. 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 So here is the scripture I was talking about. <laughs> We've all found different scriptures. <laughs> yeah. fine. Hey, but praise be to God. Yeah. It's all beautiful. It's all in the, Yeah. Yes. And this is really on temptation, but at the same time, when we get into this depressed feelings and modes, there is a temptation to mm-hmm. withdraw yeah. and, and be a recluse. But it says, no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man and God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able and this is where people say, well, that, this is 1 Corinthians that, 10, 13. People misread that. God won't give you more than you can yeah, handle. This is, is right. This is where they take it out of context, God, the, what you just said. And here's the second part of that. But with the temptation will provide the way, way of, of escape, escape. Mm-hmm. also so that you will be able to endure it. It is only through Christ that we are going to be able to endure bouts of depression. Mm-hmm. Now, w- we would say this, too is that's just i mean that is the answer that is the hope we have yeah but if if we're honest here and that's what we want to do we want to ha- create this culture of honesty and open up about these things is 
we can tell ourselves that over and over and it become commonplace that we still, yeah, he's our way out. I know I need to get in the scriptures. I know I need to get yeah. up off my, but, uh, you know, but, but right yeah, now I feel this. right now I feel this yeah. way. I'll get into the scriptures one day. I'll feel better one day. So, and that is a common thing that it becomes commonplace in our lives. And there are other things that will help us in our depression. And one of the, one of the greatest preachers of all time, Charles Spurgeon, uh, he's known as the Prince of Pre- Preachers, uh, was a man that suffered with severe depression throughout his life. And it started from circumstances uh, when he was preaching and some pranksters decided to pull the fire alarm. And you're talking about hundreds of people. I think and, it was 6,000. 6,000. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say thousands. But uh, they stampeded and uh, there were some people killed in his congregation over a prank mm-hmm. while he was preaching. And that spiraled him into a lifetime of depression yet this man is known as the prince of preachers Mm -hmm. right so you have some of the most godly men and women who have suffered severely with depression Uh, paul himself that we just read so that we despaired even of life i I believe that would be a statement of depression right that's his you are despairing even of life that's as depressed as it gets and 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 he's admitting to that in in this as he's but he doesn't stop there exactly you know um Sorry, I had to interject there with the, oh, no, the Spurgeon stuff. That's good. But, uh, but that that is one thing that, that I wanted to point out in, in kind of this scripture. The other one was um, was what helped bring them out of that. In verse 11, you also joining and helping us through your prayers. As we've done a disservice to those suffering as the church, we've, we've cut people off from the prayers we should be giving them. Yes. And... So as we make this uh, something to talk about, something more normal to discuss, it opens up to now you can admit to having these issues and your brothers and sisters will pray for you or they, they, they ought they to better. be, right? That is, that is one of the main purposes of the local body of, of believers yeah. is yeah. to, build each, other to up. build each other up. And part of that is praying for you. And if you're in a time of depression – and I don't know about it. I can't pray for you about it. Exactly. Yeah. And if I'm doing the same thing, I, you know, we we need to have these open lines of communication uh, to understand what we're all going through, so that we can build each other up. Because, now, frankly, I came in here tonight in a foul mood, and and I've kind of had several days in a row of of you know not full on depression, but just kind of like you getting there. I'm kind of heading that way. Yeah. And. Just coming in this room, I I kind of do wish we had uh, maybe all the audio of the laughter. Oh, we do that have we had because we, we had audio because the video. Well, yeah, we yeah better not play that. Well, yeah, we we may not play all the audio, but but when we came in here and we're cutting up a little bit and laughing and joking, and I'm I'm just like that has refreshed me. Yeah. You know, yeah. you feel yeah, you feel lighter. Yeah, as well, it, it's and to be honest, you told me before we started this podcast, you said I'm probably not going to talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's one of the things that we got to get back into focus here, especially as the church, is we've got to open up the, the dialogue. Yeah. We've got to open the conversation. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to do the Heimlich maneuver, too, it sounds like. <laughs> I just refreshed on CPR yesterday. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. But we need to be able to help one another, and we can only help one another 
if we know <sighs> when one, when each other's struggling, right? I'm just going to yeah. say this just because this is real life. Yeah. Uh, you told us that you were struggling not too long ago and yes. that you weren't going to come to the Bible study we have on Friday. I'm like, hey, bro, yeah. don't neglect that. Yep. Yeah. You don't have to teach it or lead it, but yep. be present yep. because it's good to be with yep. fellow brothers and sisters, whether you're just sitting there listening but just the fellowship alone sure yeah. will help right and sometimes the that means encouragement just encouragement that comes out of that yeah incredible yeah and uh just some some practical helps here with anybody struggling with depression obviously submit to the word of god yes yeah. right submit to christ that is number 1 but some other things laughter we talked about the laughter you just mentioned it is you came in here in a foul mood and we got to laughing and <laughs> it got Are you looking at me? I was bleeding I, mean, <laughs> I was about ready to I mean just literally I was so exhausted and so sleepy. I mean we we had a conversation before we came in here and we were just yeah. like man I cannot keep my eyes open yeah. and then we start laughing and gosh it's so good to just laugh and and cut up yeah. with my brothers and fellowship yeah. is yeah. important. Yeah, um, you know, we've lost that in a lot of a lot of churches. Um, we've done a few things here to try to make sure that we're fellowshipping. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something we need to look at more. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. um, because I love the time that I spend in small groups, whether it's this one, mm-hmm. yeah. our small group on Sunday evenings, um, you know, classes, whatever it is. Even if it's literally just going out to eat together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even you know, yeah. We we study together. We we dive in deep into the word. Sometimes we're in group text together. We, yeah, we have our group texts, uh, eh, <laughs> which are humorous at times. But uh, you know, it's just so refreshing to to get to enjoy the time, and it it will help to pull me out. I know. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Not only refreshing, but very important mm-hmm. uh, and crucial. Church, you know, church leaders a lot of times struggle with boy. That's an depression. unspoken. That's, yeah, that, or not not unspoken, and, but it's not talked about a lot. Some of the most depressed people in churches today absolutely. are the pastors. Yes. Yeah, because pastors yes. feel like they can't um, that they can't open they can't up. show yeah. that weakness. Weakness and and don't hear me calling depression weakness. Sure, that's not it at all. But that but that is way that's, 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 that's the way it's right. stigma. And you know. Pastors, um, they don't always have someone checking on them. They're supposed to be the one checking on people. Correct. Yeah. Right? yeah. And uh, which is that's the false. perception. That's, that's, yes. that's, the that's perception. also not yeah. what the Bible teaches. And, but uh, yeah, and and so many times pastors are suffering. And I they've got to carry so many unspoken burdens that we have yeah. To yeah. Yeah. that we'll never yeah. know about. Never yeah, know about. just confidentiality levels and things of that nature. Well, and then also, uh, you know, so and so was upset because uh, the music was too slow, and then so and so over here, they were upset because the music was too fast. Not a fan sure. of the carpet, and color. the temperature wasn't the yeah. right. You know, and yeah. that's all oh, falling oh, on. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say hello to my mom. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's all falling to the pastor. It's like, yeah. and that's very, and that's very real. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that happens. Yeah. And I, th- um, I think another thing that happens with pastors is, uh, and I've experienced with other pastors, they don't, they, some people don't feel like there's anyone they, they can talk to. Not even like the, the head deacon. Cause sometimes, depending on where you go to church, the head deacon and the pastor may be button heads. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of pastors who just don't feel like there's anyone they can talk to. Uh, whether it's another pastor friend that they have because they don't want to talk about it and just, like open up in that manner, 
yeah. or if they they feel like there's someone in their own congregation they just can't trust anybody, whatever it may look like, there's just there's a lot of people, there are a lot of pastors that do not feel like they can open up to anybody, mm-hmm. that they have to do it all themselves, and that's unfortunately the the really one of one of the really poisonous things about the CEO pastor model. Yes. Yeah. Where there is one pastor who runs the show yeah. and everyone else is technically speaking the way it's set up underneath Under him. him. Yeah. Um, and that is, it's a very toxic thing that does happen because you get burnout in that manner. Yeah. Now, there, there are some men who that the CEO pastor model works great for them. And I don't see how because of the burden you have to, the burden. Yeah, it's it's you, a lot to, oh, yeah. to bear. Yeah. Like the everyday burdens of my own life are hard enough as it is. Uh, and the things that I deal with personally are hard enough as it is. I don't see how you do that for an entire congregation by yourself. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't see how it works. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, it's the expectation in a lot is. of places. It, it is. is. And, and, and so as a congregation, we can pray for our absolutely. leaders. Yeah. Lift them we up. We should regularly yeah. be praying for each other and, and our leaders. Yeah. Find ways to make find ways to make their their job, so to speak, easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. help out in ministry and do things with them. Um, it's not just for the deacons and the pastors or the elders or whoever, the leadership of the church, to do these things. It is the life of every single believer within a church to do ministry with each other. Right. Uh, now, specialized and behind-closed-doors meetings need to happen with leadership of the church. That is a whole different subject matter. But general life things, that needs to be flushed out within the church itself, within the body um, yeah. because we are called to lift each other up. We are called to bear each other's burdens, to open up uh, with our sins to one another. Mm-hmm. Like that's the general life aspect yeah. that we are supposed to take on for one another and with one another. Yeah. Um, now we will be accountable for our own sins in our own time whenever uh, that day comes. But while we're still here, we are called to lift each other up and be there with each other and to not, push this all onto our pastor or all on the leadership because that's hard enough as it is. Yeah. And if you're a church member, if you're not in the game, get in the game, yep. Uh, yep. begin to pray, get you your hands serve dirty. in different ways. Um, it just, it, it helps. We've had, yeah. Uh, when a church comes together mm-hmm. and all the, it's a beautiful thing when all of the, the members and the body parts yeah. are operating. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we have should. folks that, that like, I could I won't name, but I could name a handful of folks that I know, I know, are praying specifically for Stephen. Yeah, are praying specifically for me in what we're doing at this church, yeah. among others. And, and I know that, um, not because they're bragging about having done it or anything like that. I just I know those people and I know their hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and man, what an encouragement that that those people are. Yeah. And- um. For those of you out there who are listening that are not a part of the church that we go to, and you, if you're praying for your pastor, let keep know. doing it. Yeah. You don't even have let to let him. You don't even have to let him know. Well, you can if you want to. Let him know though it's that you appreciate him. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. encourage your pastor. Yeah. Uh, continue to do that. Continue to pray for them. Um, and if you aren't, start. Yeah. Like, I we I, would plead yeah. that you start. It's it's yeah. amazing what a simple thank yeah. you. I mean, to means to look at what Paul says to the Thessalonians. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you. Aka your leaders, yeah, and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. I mean, for not put them on a pedestal, not for them, not because of them and what they've done, but because of their work. Exactly. Yes, you're doing the work of ministry for the Lord. You know, and 
I can't imagine some of the struggles y'all go through. I really can't. I'm sure there's a lot that y'all never talk about except in those secret meetings. I I will, I will say that there, there is, and the ability, I think, to share between the two of us, um, we've got a couple other, you know, elder candidates, things like that. Man, what a difference that makes. And like, like Joe, I, I don't know how, and you, you were, uh, a lead pastor on your own, essentially for some time. And man, I, like it, that's got to be crushing, and, and you could see it, yeah, from time to time. You yeah. could tell. I mean, stuff yeah. just piles oh. on. And, yeah. yeah. So, a couple or not that long ago, someone so, someone shared something, uh, a photo that was taken a couple of years ago when we had a, like a mini conference thing with TJ. Um, and I looked back and I was like, man, Stephen's beard has gotten much whiter because it, it, it used to be very black with just a little it's a, bit it's of white right wisdom. It's yeah. wisdom. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him now. Yeah. I'm pull, I got the camera on you. Look at him now. Look at all that. Look at all that gray. That's, that's earned. That's yeah. earned gray hair. Yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, that's what this is what ministry does to you. It's hard. Ministry yeah. is hard. And it uh, it's just hard. Get your hands dirty. Be a yeah. part of it. Be a part of the church. But yeah. to, to break that away from, from leadership and pastors, though. Yeah. That all those things apply, praying for, you know, telling people you appreciate them. That all yeah. that all applies church wide. Yes, you know, love on um, your members. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we all know. I I could mention without telling names. Uh, you know, I can describe people by, oh man, I got the best hug from so and so, and I I needed that. Yeah, so much and. There's a good chance you guys know who who I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, Biggie uh, Cheese. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the I got the biggest laugh because somebody said this, and then yeah. Yeah, 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 I got the biggest laugh out of Biggie Cheese. Yeah, um, but man, all that all that is so crucial to to yeah. just the day to day life of of members of the church and and these things that we were talking about. This um, these love one another, be a part of each other's lives. This helps stave off depression and when it when those things do show up it builds those bridges and builds those relationships so you reach out in those times even when you're paralyzed uh whatever it may look like for you um it allows you to break those um chains so to speak don't that's what i was about to say why don't we talk about what you guys do when you recognize you're in that pattern how do you snap yourself out of it I know one this guy's done before. He he's just looked at me and go, "Man, I'm really struggling." Yeah, just admitting it. Man, I'm really four words. And it's okay. It, let's talk it about it. Takes let's, a let, lot. I'm praying for you. What can I do to help? It takes a lot to do that because that that paralysis. You don't you don't want to drag anybody else. You know, it, there's always that feeling of dragging Man, somebody. I'm going to drag them down. Yeah. Or you know, earlier when we were talking about suicidal thoughts. Sometimes, you know, as you said, sometimes you think, man, I'd just be better off. A lot of times I've thought, man, everybody else would just be better off if I was not here. Yep. I've thought the same. That is, man, you know, it's painful. That's a painful uh, time to be in. It's very dark. It's very hard to explain and articulate that to someone who's never been through that. True. Or has not recognized it for what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So... It's very hard. Life's tough, but some of the strongest men I know admit their struggles. Yeah. And talk through it. And we don't bash each other for it. We don't 
display it publicly on our social media. Hey, so and so is, you know, struggling. But oftentimes, man. I'm too tired to send that message yeah. if I'm <laughs> that bad. Yeah. yeah, and you don't. Well, but here's here's the thing though: when we're um, when we're ellbows deep in each other's lives. Somebody's going to recognize. Oh yeah, that someone's going to see it. When you've made those connections with with people in your in your church, um, something's off with you, man. You okay? You yeah. know, and and we got to be bold enough to ask that question. Yeah, brother, are you okay? There's the we, you know, what can I do? You you just don't seem yourself. Come on, let's go have a coffee. Yeah. And talk. There's been you know, several times. You Steve me pulled me to the side, and he'll say, "You just you seem off, like you said. You seem a little off." everything good you know and and i think we're comfortable enough with each other that we know we can share that yeah and here we are sharing it with but but you gotta engage to get to that level of comfort with each other yes 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 and and i was afraid coming in tonight i'm not gonna lie to you i was not looking forward to this conversation but i'm glad it happened yeah i i man we we want to be an encouragement to people out there we carry heavy 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 stuff life is just heavy and you're not alone in this yeah nobody is alone but no man there is a piece that that we've talked about tonight but if you are not a believer in christ i'm not beating you over the head with it but you will not experience that type of peace not a full peace you will not yeah and true Um, and true joy is something that you will won't experience you will run yourself ragged and even as believers we we get into that (laughs) we still do of you know trying to find peace somewhere else but we know that in christ is i mean that's where it's found and (laughs) <laughs> Again, it's so crazy to try to articulate that to somebody that has not experienced that. People used to try to articulate that to me, and I, just, I didn't want anything to do with it. But I tell you, depression's very real, and it's it's raw, and it's part of our lives. And I don't mind saying that. And we and, and we've talked it about from regular lay members to pastors and leadership that nobody is exempt. Yeah, necessarily yeah. exempt, yeah. you know. So we all could use some some helps how to deal with it. We've mentioned fellowship. So this is specifically now if you're struggling with depression or you do struggle with depression, write these things down and and uh, try them, do them. Obviously, submit to Christ, submit to His Word. We mentioned that fellowship, laughter. Yes, yeah. Uh, we mentioned that. Uh, get up early. And go to bed early. Yeah. If you ever laid around all day long and you just felt like trash when yep. you finally got out yep. of bed, yeah. if you get up early and do something, um, one of my, my routine, I get up early and I'm in the gym at six o'clock. And at seven fifteen, I'm going toward the shower, and that's, then I'm that, going about that, my day. That's a twofer. Exercise is going to exercise. Help. Exercise yeah. does help. We we hate to say that word a lot of times, but it, it does help. There's. I mean, there's about. science. Oh, <laughs> there's yeah. science oh, there that science. says that that will help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that explains a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the uh, just getting up early and doing something, beginning that day, and, and there's the the you know get up and make first thing you do make your bed. Yeah. Then you know you've been productive, right? Yeah. You've done something. Yeah. Uh, I, my wife is 
rolling her eyes and going, yeah, you, you never make the bed. <laughs> but, but do I'd something. Make the okay, what, whether, yeah, whether, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, whether it's get up and feed the dogs or whatever it is that, that I do do, but just do something. Yeah. Uh, you know, get, get, get moving. Uh, but that's a big thing. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that you have to go to bed early every night, but if you know that you're going through a bout of depression, go to bed, get some rest. Yeah. yeah. Rest is yeah. a big thing. So that is go, a major thing. Well, you know? and yeah. you also got to be careful with that, though, because a lot of people will just stay in bed. It's, it's yeah. rest. That's what I'm saying. That's it's rest. rest. Right. Yeah. You got to right. get up, that's, too. Yeah. You got to get up early. Yeah. Make it. It's yeah. a mindset. Um, with that, that, that before you go to bed during the day, when you get up a quiet time just to, Meditate on God's word. Just sit quietly in prayer. Um, and we mentioned exercise, and I think eating. You know, whenever eating I right. whenever I stuff my mouth full of little Debbie cakes and Christmas tree <laughs> cakes and fudge rounds and all that, I feel terrible, and it does not help when I'm struggling. Yeah. But they taste good. Uh, they do taste good, and the texture's so good. We can talk about that some other time. But <laughs> maybe uh, maybe just eat one little Debbie. One, then, yeah. Know, I've been actually trying to cut it all out, and I, yeah. I feel yeah. really yeah. a lot better. Yeah. And uh, so that is one thing, just kind of watching how you eat, although you didn't stop me from eating all those <laughs> Chips and queso at Tacos for Life tonight. Um, oh, but they were good. They were very good, and I can't eat breakfast now because of it. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. You can get your granola yeah, parfait from Chick Fil A. Get me a parfait. Yeah, there you right. go. Get you a parfait. Uh, quiet time. Get out in nature. Yeah, sunshine. right. Get outside. Yeah, sunshine. Uh, sunshine. Yeah. Listen to the birds yeah. chirp. Especially yeah. if you live around in our area right now, we're experiencing great weather. Great like, weather. I hope out, this is springtime coming earlier this week. Yeah. Oh, it's it was amazing. I will say this: if you look at God's creation, just absorb everything around you. It is so healthy for you. Yes, yeah. like absolutely. seeing yep. what God has provided, yeah. and just to see get out of our little box of a yeah. room and I mean, get out there yeah. and see this. You know, I feel like we isolate ourselves you know with work and everything else we just don't take time to step back and look at what god has truly yeah. done for us and yeah. sometimes you don't have to say a word you don't have to do anything but sit there and just wow yeah breathe and yeah. Yeah. breathe so in we, breathe out we've talked Smile. about how weather can affect someone's mood find the beauty in a thunderstorm sure. find the beauty yeah. in a storm in general sure. like they're like oh man one of some of my favorite photos in the world are lightning coming mm-hmm. through like through the clouds in a thunderstorm yeah. it's so beautiful my, doesn't my, it? my grandmother uh, way off side subject but my grandmother's favorite thing in the world to do was to pop that umbrella open, put her boots on, and walk around in the middle of a rainstorm. Oh. She loved to go outside yeah. and walk around in the rain and listen to the rain on that umbrella, and I would go do that as a kid with her. Yeah. So yeah. now, for it's, me, it's when calming. it's raining like that, if, I, sure. I, if I'm sitting in the house and looking at it, I'm like, ugh. I don't want If I go out there in it, I'm like, yeah. man, this, this reminds memories. me of Granny. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an uplifting thing for me. Yeah. And that's a weird thing yeah. for the middle of a rainstorm to be uplifting, but it really is. It, it's it's cool. interesting that it's we're cool. talking about weather in this, and – Today, my wife posted on Facebook something about weather. She said it's always going to be too hot for somebody, too cold for somebody else, yeah. too cloudy for somebody, mm-hmm. and too yeah. sunny for another. Too, you know, this and that. And the weather's she's like, never perfect. The weather's never perfect, but God is absolutely yes. thank Him for everything, yes. whether it's a thunderstorm or a, uh, a the sunrise. And, and I love seeing. And this is going to kind of, I'm going to cancel myself out here with my next point. But uh, I love when people all over the place, start posting sunset pictures on Facebook. 
Y'all ever seen this? Yeah. It's like if some Sunsets if one person amazing. does it, there's like a thousand sunset yeah. pictures. <laughs> yeah. But it tells me that they're finding beauty. Yeah. And it's hard not to have joy. If you find that sunset, like you're saying, looking at God's creation, so beautiful that you're willing to take a picture of it, you got to share it with everybody. That's a sense of joy. It yeah, has absolutely. to, because I've taken it before. I'm like, look at this sunset. Yeah. Look at this sunrise, you know, and just the beauty in that. The more yeah. sunsets, sunrises. You know, we hadn't sunset. talked about this yet, but uh, I want to ask you two. What does social media do to you guys? I, I'm so glad you said that. And that was I next thought, on the list. I thought, man, That's the we haven't one. talked about yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. talk about sucking the life right out of you Absolutely. sometimes because we are in such a social media driven, and it's, I call it unsocial media <laughs> because true. we're not really yeah. communicating false the way that we're supposed yeah, to yeah. communicate. And called. everybody's a keyboard warrior. Everybody can paint that life on Facebook so easy yeah. to post pictures yeah. of that sunset. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, and if we, you if we actually be, posted our real day in, day out yeah. lives, oh, people yeah. would you be like be horrified. So yeah. you can be so empty inside. You would have zero friends. Yeah, yeah. You would, yeah all your friends would, um, I don't I don't yeah. want to see that. Can you, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine if every thought you had was posted immediately <laughs> to social media? Oh, yeah. or every argument you had with your wife? Yes. Like normally, it's like, yeah. hey, look at us. When really you just had an argument yeah. twenty minutes before. Like, and imagine how many that. people would such immediately a, not become your yeah. friend. It's yeah. such a curated yeah. life. Well, and yeah, you yeah. said that, that people are only going to show the great, yeah. you know, the, the the top two percent of their life it's, on that social media it's, and it's not real social media is a mask yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. we've talked about masks before like covering things up like we've talked about biggie cheese we i never knew you i didn't yeah. until now yeah. i didn't know you suffered from depression and i would nope. have never known but social media in itself is a mask to yeah. cover up so many things well we're yep. starting to see a shift in social media now too which is making it even more depressing is that people are talking all about everything and how bad the world is yeah, and yeah. how awful everything is. And you got people arguing over politics and you got people arguing over vaccines and COVID. Although yeah. after the state of the union address, COVID ended last people, night. Yeah, if y'all didn't watch it, it's over. Yeah. yeah. I, I said um, that earlier in class, the cure for COVID was uh, midterm elections. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, or a war with Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you were asking my response to social media. Sure. Yeah. Uh, for me, whenever I first became a Christian, I deleted it. I did not yeah. have any social That's media, fair. really. That's um, fair. You know, um, you know, like you said, there's so many things on there, like a mask. You can mask yourself, mm -hmm. and you really think, am I really this person that I'm portraying? Yeah. And you're yeah. not. Because yeah. if you're acting happy, but if you're depressed on the other side of that screen, what are you doing for yourself? Yeah. You're yeah. pushing people away from everyone to ask you how you are. And, yeah. and, and yeah. no matter how much we tell ourselves, we know that that's not reality. But we still see all these people having a great time yeah. and doing yeah. all and, and all these people are, are buying fancy cars or, you know, my, mine's full of motorcycles and cars. That's what my social media pictures are, <laughs> are usually up. And then occasionally puppies, um, which yeah. get, get more puppies on your social media. It's Dogs. Great. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fantastic. Just don't get more puppies because they'll drive you crazy trying to potty train. Well, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's no. why you do what I did. You Go adopt somebody a dog that's puppies. already that's <laughs> already broken. Like you get a, you but, get a dog that's like a year old. But, but for real, I mean, you've got we we know that that's a curated life, and yeah, we yeah. still look at it. Yeah, like, yeah, man, we fall for that's it. So yeah, we fall for it so Instantly. fast. And then and, and then like you said, you've got that on the positive end, and then on the minus end, all the arguments going on. And yep. yeah. look at this, it, and even me looking at it, like look at this person said this, how stupid. Yeah, yeah. which doesn't help me nope. in any way. And and 
can drive me even further down down the hole yeah you know and, and then you get those people that are kind of talking about you but not really saying it to you you know they're so then you keep board warrior you keep, yeah. whether you they keep are or not whether they are about not you in your yeah. head and then you yeah. keep checking back what did they say now what have they said now and i you know for me it's just like delete blocked delete yeah. block yeah. delete yeah. block you know gone um because we can find ourselves number one living for the likes yeah. if we yeah. put up a fake you sure. know like a fake hey we're smiling i love life now we're going how many people like this why did only six people like it? How come that person liked it and that one loved it? Why didn't that one love it? You know, we can find ourselves going down this rabbit hole. And I think social media has, has, uh, just in, ingrained in us this, this need to be accepted. Well, everybody yeah. wants to be loved. Right. Yeah. And, everybody everybody wants love. and when we're not being accepted or approved, it just, yeah, we start to tank. It kills our self esteem. Yeah. What is it? Dopamine. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. dopamine. Yeah, that's take away. That's all social media is. Would we still post the things that we post if there was no like button, comment? Mm. You know, if there was no, um, I don't want to call it no a interaction, reward, but yeah, uh, if, if there's if no there inter- was no way for someone to give it a thumbs up, if there was no would attention. you still post yeah. it? I remember yeah. the day you when know, you used to have have an email strange. address from college to be on Facebook. Yes, <laughs> yes. I didn't even know about that until I watched Yo, the social MySpace. Network. MySpace, yeah. MySpace. I was gonna say, yeah. MySpace. MySpace. Tom, you're top Tom. eight. Yeah, top eight. I had my song on my page. Yes, sir. You always had one guaranteed friend, Tom. So Tom, yeah. So uh, another uh, <laughs> good point about social media is if you find yourself scrolling. And just wasting time. I believe you're yeah. you're in sin because you're not you're not mm. using your time yeah. well and glorifying yeah. God and not being productive. But looking at you TikTokers out well, there, well, or even and, if you're and, arguing on the reformed uh, and, Facebook groups, yeah. too. <laughs> and yeah. let's and let's be real. I mean, there's a lot of sexual things that are posted. Oh, I, and, I was about to ask about it. It's just minefield. Your, your newsfeed can quickly become yeah. full of those things. Yep. And, you know, uh, uh, social media can lead you down a path of sin that is just ugly and circles back around. Yeah. And yeah, that may be the trigger for the, you may be. Yeah. All, uh, so it's just a combination of things that can all circle back into that depression. Yeah. And I'll say this, if it's causing you um, problems in your sanctification, Get rid of it. Yeah, there is no right. reason yeah. to keep. Something. I deleted it for a year one time, and that was probably the best year. I mean, I've had you need to monitor what you see time. because that's the things that stay in your mind. Yeah, because yeah. and the thing is with Facebook, oftentimes if you talk about something, it's normally on your Facebook. Too. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. check this out. I got a. I started seeing ads on mine, and it was for lingerie for full figured women. Wow! Right, and and I'm like, what are you talking about, Stephen? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about in your private time, bud? No, 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 no. Check this out. I'm like, you, there's this button on there. It says, why am I seeing this ad? Yeah. So I clicked it, and I've never looked up lingerie. I don't even talk about lingerie, right? Well, now you're Not now even with my good. wife, I now don't talk about now, it. Now, wait, now you're getting everyone else's phones in <laughs> yeah, on this. Like, yeah, sorry. Cover up my no, phone. but, oh, but I, I look at it. Why am I seeing this ad? Siri knows. And it says, uh, the owner of this company or vendor or whatever it is, has targeted males between the ages yeah, yes. of twenty five yeah. and forty five. That was something I was about to talk. I was about to say, like, I have tried so hard to curate what, like, on Instagram and things like yeah. that, like yeah. the what you're looking for. I have tried so hard to curate that to only only looking at certain things that one I'm interested in as a hobby, yeah, or something that's like 
something I remember as a kid, like, oh, I saw like uh, someone build a model of some of like a, a show I watched when I was a kid or something, something like that. But there are still photos that show up that I do not want to see yeah. because of the fact of it's targeted at people of certain ages yeah. and it is the worst. Because you're world. male, yeah. and exactly. You're on, yeah. Yeah. And we could do that with this podcast on Facebook. We could yeah. target a certain demographic. Yeah, yeah. and it would right. it would if the, we paid for it, the key it goes demos. out. Yeah. So, I, and I'm even getting stuff like, I mean, we're we're being raw here, like ED. Right, if you know what that is, yeah. I'm like, I'm not that old yet. That so was I don't the even see the movie, right? The extraterrestrial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> e D, not E T. Oh E D. And I'm like, why am I seeing this? I'm not yeah. of age yet. Oh, yeah. And it's like well, this targeted males like between 35 and 60. I'm well, like, Stephen, as a medical professional, ED targets anybody of any age. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know that. And it doesn't. I, I'm like, I do not need to see this things. ad anymore. But again, it's right? offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel let's, offended again. Let's let's be real. You, you get to thinking about, oh man, I'm not to that age yet, but it's coming. Then it set, you know. Man, I'm getting older. Yeah, you know, so that can very quickly yeah. just that's yeah anything topple the dominoes. So crazy. Yeah. It's, it yeah. can circle all circle you back. You know, I, I use social media to promote my business sometimes, and I just I'm getting to where I just don't even want to do that anymore. Just post because, pictures of well, Vegas real estate is such a highly competitive business that it's so easy to get sucked into that. Well. Oh man, they sold five houses this month, or mm-hmm. that, I, or even know, just look how good just, their ad looks. You you, <laughs> you network yeah. with other agents. I mean, that's just we communicate on, you know, tag yeah. each other when they're the other agent, this at the other. But it's you know, uh, it's become kind of necessary for agents to promote their businesses. They're almost expected to do that, but at the same time, that can draw me back into. Man, well, well, yeah, I guess you I'm, I guess what's, I'm what's, not good enough. What's right under that? What's their ad looks so much better than mine? Man, that video is so cool. They sold that house. I was wanting to sell that. You know, so it's just so much stuff, um, and it's just it's just exhausting sometimes. And I just like you said, I just want to turn it off. Yeah. So what I I'm, just want to turn it off. I know God is going to provide. He is going to protect. He's going, and none of that stuff even matters yeah it doesn't matter in the if we're looking at eternity and how it affects you know eternity yeah uh, all those things are temporal yeah it's just it's just a gig man but yeah <laughs> you know people but it's he, easy to get sucked in there he puts people in my path in all of our paths yeah you know no matter what we do it doesn't have to be real estate um but you come in contact with people and that's what we need to make it about yeah uh, so so what I'm hearing from you is you're falling into the social media trap of comparison. Yes. Like you're comparing your life to someone else or whatever. That's why I That's don't advertise kind of a lot it's, anymore because I, I don't like going down that road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And I think we need to be clear on this. Like that's that mentality, that thought process. We need to recognize it for what it is. It's sure. sinful. It's sure. sin. It's sin yeah. because yeah. it's coveting yes. something Idolatry. else. Idolatry. Yeah. It's coveting something else that someone has. Really? For instance, like you said, man, I can't believe they sold five houses. Well, you're coveting the fact that they sold five houses because you haven't. Yeah. You're coveting what they have and what you want. And and I want to always be in a state of of being content in yeah. the things that I have and the things that I don't have. Yeah. No. There because there's a re- and, and not only that, but to look at them and go, congratulations, man, that's so great. Dude. Yes. To be you know. Yeah. Celebrate. Celebrate their. Celebrate others. That's victories. right. Yeah. yeah. 
they're so, not they're not my enemies. Yeah, you yeah. know. So, so that was on my list: is put down your phones, computers, <laughs> unplug for a while. Yeah, right. Unplug. Just get out of nature. Matt, uh, Matt and I went on a on a little motorcycle ride back in the fall, and I can't wait to do it again and go and ride to somewhere. We and, ain't and wait if, until the fall, bro. Well, we're, no, going we're going soon. I hope, but. Um, but the point of that was two two things. When when you're on, in our case, on a motorcycle, you're not hearing, seeing anything else. It's you and the road. And then when you get there, we sat in that that fire. I can sit and stare at a fire for a couple hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's just yeah. the recharge that I get from hanging out with a buddy and and just sitting around a fire, yeah. even though it was uh, like 19 degrees outside Woof. that night. Yeah. It got cold. But anyway, yeah. well, uh, you know. But it, still, just, still a rich time. To man, go. what a yeah. great time. We and, need a men's retreat. Yeah. Well, y'all don't have to have motorcycles. You can follow behind and carry yeah. our gear. That's, that's I, can't, what, I can't run that fast. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to ask. Can I come next time? Just drive my car? Because yeah. some of my favorite experiences, like uh, back in college, uh, a buddy of mine had a Miata, and we went driving through Jonesboro. We just went like on back roads that he knew that he drove really, like he was familiar with because he loved just letting that thing loose. And I drove behind him, and I just followed him. And I it was one of my favorite experiences, just driving in my car by myself, yeah. Nothing on unplugged. Completely unplugged. I didn't have music playing. Normally I'm I'm all about playing my own music. I don't I don't listen to the radio. Nothing like that. Listen to a podcast on the No, I turned everything off and just drove. Followed Ben's taillights and just drove. And it was I almost crashed my car because I went over a hill that I wasn't familiar with. Uh, but it was okay. It's okay. I survived. I'm still here. That car. We I don't call, have that car anymore because yeah, it's, it's we junk. We call that a code brown. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. – yeah. yeah. My heart stopped for a second. But it was – but I, I will never forget that because it was one of my favorite experiences. And I wasn't driving with anybody. I was by myself, just completely yeah. alone. And it was so much fun. So yeah. unplug. Here's, here's another help for you if you're struggling with depression. And <laughs> don't quit. Quit trying to read my writing. Well, I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, dude. This is going to be some, – some, I can already hear people that are listening, if, if they're listening. But this is really a helpful thing to do is take a warm or a hot bath. Amen, yeah. brother. A lot yeah. of people will be like, well, I ain't taking a bath. I'm sitting in my own filth. You know, but hey, <laughs> sit in a hot bath and get up and take a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were about bottle. relaxation. Or, or, yeah. Or yeah, amazing. Or yeah. even just like let like sit in your tub and let the shower go over you. Like if you have a tub, that's what I do almost every morning. I spend the first few minutes just <laughs> no, seriously. Like I like when I get in the shower in the morning, I spend the first few minutes in the shower just meditating, thinking of things, praying, and just ex- just enjoying the time yeah. there yeah. and just yeah. being. Let's like, be let's be clear fun. that you're not meditating like, like Rafiki in the Lion King. No, 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 you're no, meditating I, I, on. I'm meditating on scripture and I'm yeah. praying and I'm thinking about um, the things of God. Like I, I spend that time just in silence and in just I prayer. Just, I, and I it's so peaceful. Do they make an extra, extra, extra long tub for you to fit and in? To be honest with you, I, I almost, <laughs> I can fit very well in my tub. It's weird. Like it's almost wow. too big for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. A tub yeah. too big for uh, you? A tub and, almost too big for me. Like I, I can float in it. It's a horse trough. And, and, for, <laughs> that's a, and for those of you who don't know Steven, yeah, Steven and for those of you six, who uh, don't, have never seen Steven stand up, five, Steven's what, 6'4", 6'5"? 6'5", yeah. Yeah. So he's he's not a small individual no. by any means. <laughs> Technically, really think about it, none of us are. I'm We're saying, all fairly tall. I think I'm the shortest, but I'm the widest out of anybody here. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not as wide as you are tall. Hey, there we go. So a couple more things here, and they're really quickly. Counseling, and yeah. and we've alluded yeah. to counseling. Uh, go to pastoral counseling. Yeah. Do not go to worldly counsel. Yeah. Uh, find a, a good church, solid biblical church. 
pastoral counseling is going to be where you need to go. And then the last thing I have here is medicine. We've already mentioned that. Yeah. There's some there's times where medicine is needed, and if you have been prescribed medicine, uh, take it. Yeah, that is a yeah. big deal. If you don't take it, then things can get crazy and and and. And don't take it, and then not take it, and then take it, and not take it, because that's going to mess right. with you. And we, oh, I'm doing better are, now. I'm good. I'm yeah. not going to take it for a while. And and we, are not, gonna, we are not giving medical advice. Yes. Let's no, clear. we are not we giving are not. medical advice. This is advice. just from our experiences, yes. um, yeah. things like that. So, If yeah. you are taking medicine, do not try and top substances on top of medicine. Right. Yeah, either. that's right. Yeah. And Especially alcohol. I used to drink on top of mine, and it, it just, you talk. It was bad. It was really bad. So, don't don't do that. And Reach out. Reach out. I would say medicine Somebody. is probably a, and this is just my personal opinion that we seek pastoral helps. Uh, submit if you're a Christian, submit to the word. I think this is. I think medicine is after doing these things, communicating with elders of your church leadership, uh, and, and a, a solid doctor that's not just going to throw medicine on you. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, there's times uh, there's, there's, actually just a, there's a you. chemical yeah, yeah. imbalance yes. that you yes. need straight. Sometimes out, it's, it requires medicine. That just is yeah. part of it. We've been talking for three and a half hours now. That I can't remember who said it. Um, that, I'm just kidding. I don't know how long we've been talking, but I keep looking at the clock, and the you, clock doesn't have a battery. Yeah, the clock. It's, <laughs> it's been 9:45 for an hour. <laughs> you were talking about somebody you listened to, Candace Owens, I think that yeah. they said, "Do you know the reason you're depressed?" Well, yeah, you, my boyfriend broke up with me. Yeah, and there's like well, that's an emotion we all deal with, but a doctor. I was like, oh, you want to feel better? Take this. Yes. Yeah. That's, right? that's the exact experience she dealt with was she went to a doctor. They gave her something to help her feel better and to deal with it. But when given insight on the situation of, well, you know where it's coming from. This is a natural human emotion you need to learn to deal with. But like I said when I was talking about that story, if you can identify it, then you need to learn to deal with it. But if you cannot point yeah, it there's point sometimes out, like, can't be identified. There was someone, exactly. There was someone I used to work with issue. who has um, depression, and she literally would cry. For no reason. Like yeah. just talking like breakdown cry yeah. for no reason. And she yeah. could not pinpoint. I was like, then that is a time that you need that then you need that kind that. of help. And then, and then you go, why am I crying? Because I'm crying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have a, there is no there rhyme is no or reason. reason to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for those of you who are readers, for those of you who are readers, what's that book you got there, Stephen? Uh, this is actually Spurgeon's Sorrows by Zach Eswine. E-S-W-I-N-E. I'll, I'll put a picture of it on screen. Uh, I'll edit it in. Okay. You can uh, his camera. Well. I'll just put. I'll just copy just it from it Amazon there. or something, and just put it like just put the picture up. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this read. Yeah, it's a really good read. Yeah, um, because yeah. for those of you who don't know, uh, Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, uh, famously known by many, uh, especially in our circles, um, dealt with depression, severe Very depression, good. and we talked about that a little bit. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So this is a man who was. This is a man who was a pastor who is looked highly upon by many. Yeah, and was not exempt from this, right? Right from the, from these struggles. So I'll say this, and then I know that uh, you wanted to end in Revelation. Yeah, uh, I just this is a, a a passage of scripture I cling to. For I consider this is Romans eight eighteen. Mm-hmm. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time mm-hmm. are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is yes. to be revealed to us. Amen. Amen. Us being believers, those, are those that are in Christ. This is momentary. It's light. It pales in comparison to the glory that awaits. Revelation. All righty. And this is for believers. You know, we can't take this out of context. Revelation 21.4. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. 
Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, mm-hmm. for the former things have passed away. Yes. So, yeah. so what does that mean for someone dealing with depression? For, if they're a believer and they're mm-hmm. dealing with depression, that means one day God will bring you to such comfort you will not cry no more. Yeah. It will be gone. It, it won't be hurt no, anymore. There will be no, no pain. No sorrow. No, no sin. sorrow. No sin. Yeah. yeah. And briefly, circumstantial. Uh, may lose a loved one. Yeah. And every holiday may bring back or, or something yeah. may trigger that. And, and no more. Yeah. yeah. Right? No more, no That's, more of that. So yeah. I've heard it said, and I, I, lo- I think that this is a beautiful thing with that. It's grief that you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, in the terms of losing a loved one, in terms of losing someone you care about, what is grief but love persisting? Mm-hmm. That's big for me, too, because my dad's death anniversary is coming up. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of been on my mind. And we're here through so, you. Here yeah, for yeah. you through it all, brother. Yeah, if you need us, you know what to do. Call Ghostbusters. We, yeah. I mean, I haven't talked a lot because I don't I don't have depression. I, before I found – before Christ found me, yeah. um, I'd always – felt like I didn't have a purpose. There was always something missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would fill it with weed and, you know, booze. And I was like, well, maybe I just need to hang out with these friends more. Maybe I need more, you know, guy interaction and stuff. And it was until, you know, I became a Christian that I truly knew what the purpose in life was. Yeah. Was to glorify God. And enjoy and him enjoy forever. And enjoy him forever. Amen. That's one of the notes that I had. And chief in the catechisms the that chief we talk about, of you know? man. Yeah. So, yeah. so if those listening suffer with depression, reach out to us here. We, we would, would love, we would to, love to talk you. with yeah. you, walk with you through it. You may say, "Well, I'm in another state. We'll help you find a biblical church if yeah, need be. Absolutely. We'll even talk to you and help On you through." Yeah. 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 yeah, that is one of the good things with uh, with the internet and yeah. social yeah. media and things yeah. that it we, can be yeah. used for is, yeah. is to connect in that way. And but you know. Being involved in, in in the local body of believers is yes. one of the yeah. best ways you have to yeah. combat yep. this. And if you and if you aren't a part of our church and you don't go and you don't know any of us, still feel free to reach out because we yeah. would be more than happy to talk to you. But if there is someone you know that you can confide in, please go talk to them. Especially if they're a believer. Yeah. Especially yeah. if they're really believer. only if they're a believer. Especially yeah. if yes. they're a believer. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and if you can, and if you have that relation, kind of relationship with your pastor, go talk to them one million percent. Yeah. Absolutely, go do that. And church folks, listen, stop stigmatizing depression yes. within the church. Yes, yeah. Talk about it's it. It's wrong. Open up the line of communication. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we need to to deal with too is is abuse in the church. Yeah, uh, that's one thing that gets shoved under the rug and doesn't get talked about. And many women and children and and even men suffer greatly. Uh, because they've been abused in the church or even outside of the church. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a, a rampant thing in the church these yeah. days, but it doesn't get talked about just like depression. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. we've got to open up the line of communication. We've got to talk about it and we've got to bring God the utmost glory through it. Absolutely. As we lift up and encourage one another. Yeah. We have, we well, have we, a lot of lighter episodes that we deal with and talk about scripture, but this is definitely one of those refining moments, like refining episodes for sure yeah. um that refining fire of the foundry yeah yeah it's yeah so well, i think that, that pretty well sums it up uh, we uh you know we always want to end with with a, a few statements uh one being uh if you don't have christ in your life if you don't 
uh, know that you are a believer, if you have questions about that, please, please reach out to us. Yeah. Please, we would love to talk to you because uh, you need to know that, that you are a sinner in need of a Savior. And um, if you're having those questions, uh, he, he may be reaching out to you. Mm-hmm. And, so, and drawing you near to him yeah. and we would love to talk to you through uh through salvation yeah um, absolutely uh, just feel feel free to reach out to, to any of us um or, or the christian foundry what is the the email the, address foundry, foundry the foundry pod, pod. pod. yeah it'll be it'll at be at the end of the video and that'll be on yeah, the video and, uh, i feel like we need yeah. to say something about people who are suicidal though like they need immediate yeah. help yeah. Right? hey if you are yes yeah. For sure. If Suicide hotline. Uh, I'll find one and I'll put one on the screen. Put one on there. Put my phone number on there. Okay. I don't care. Put yeah. mine too. Uh, okay. Might as well. I don't care if I know you or not. If you are having suicidal thoughts, call me. Yeah, we want to We want to love you. And yeah. if you're a woman, I will let you talk to my wife. Yeah. So just because there's accountability there, the only reason I say that. Sure. But, yeah. um, if you're a woman, call Steven so that way he can put you over to Kayla. To Kayla. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> it's 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 for it's yeah. protection. I, 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 know, yeah. I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. But definitely, if there is sure. anyone that is having suicidal thoughts, watching or listening to this, because let's face it, if somebody sees something about depression, there a lot of people are going to want to watch and yeah. listen. Yeah, and uh, there may be somebody struggling right now. Yeah. And uh, if you and if you know someone who's struggling with depression, please send this to them so that yeah. they, yes. so so that they have an outlet to listen to something like this, yeah. but also that there are resources that they can talk to us in general as a group, or if the hotline that I put on, the, uh, put on there, whatever it is, uh, if you want any kind of resource or any kind of help, like this is something that we yeah. more have to talk or about. Or if you're, if, if you're someone who has a uh, good resources yes. for, for biblical counseling, things like that, throw that on the comments. Yeah, comment. We'd love to, yeah. to yeah. know that, Absolutely. have you know, that I mean, information. There might wanna, be some that we don't have. I don't right. want to drag this episode on. Well, we said we we're going to wrap it up, and 30 minutes later, we're going to talk more. But from you two, what have people done that have really helped you in your bouts of depression? Like, what outside sources? Has there been anything that... Just actions from people around yes, us you're talking yes, about? Yes, yes, So, um, I would say prayer is probably the biggest uh, thing that people have done. You know, just reaching out. Um and, but it's a it's a two way street. You got to communicate yeah. that you're struggling, though mm-hmm. sometimes. But you know, once people know, and we know each other well enough, we know when we when we are struggling. Yeah, because sometimes it I'll be to honest, show up. I've reached out to you before because I thought, well, maybe he's down. Last night and, well, was one of those times, and that's yeah. what I was wondering. Yeah. I thought, gosh, I'm just yeah. being pushy. I'm being no, way too no. pushy by saying this. You don't know how much I appreciated that because I knew that you loved me enough try to encourage me to come mm-hmm. out and do something and i should have i should have i was just in one of those you know uh paralyzing moments yeah. it was just one of those things but yeah people praying for me um it's just incredible incredible help mm-hmm. what about you uh, for me you know same i mean prayer is something that's much appreciated yeah on my part and i can't thank yeah. you enough for all of you who do yeah and you know for me, I'm pretty stubborn and hard-headed, so you have to tell me. No. no. What? <laughs> you? No. None of us are stubborn. Enough. I mean, you're a male, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're so, all... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm going to throw mine in there, what people have done for me. And uh, my wife 
has seen some things that and heard some things that a lot of people will never. Yeah. And her faithfulness sticking with me. Man. Right? Yeah. Um, standing by me. Sometimes she tells me, you're being stupid because you're in sin. This is why you're depressed. Yeah. Or wow. I'm here with you. That sounds like Kayla. We're going to get yeah. through that. My wife is crazy in a good way. Um, True. She holds me accountable. Yeah, she won't pull the punch when she, she needs to throw no, it. Yes. What a, what a, wonder, what a wonderful great. thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. At the time. Accountability. I, I, and I have called her. I've been like, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Just being like a, <laughs> that, like, really, there are times when I've been just You're frustrated. Not my dad. Because she's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, you know, I come across as like, thanks, Holy Spirit. She's like, okay, I'm just telling you the truth. Yeah. You don't like hearing the truth. Yeah. And what she doesn't, well, she does know this, but. I will take that and I'll go to another room and I'll be like, man, she is absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then sometimes when there is depression, whether it be through something at the church or some conditional or, or circumstantial thing, man, she's been there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. and she's not t- turned her back on me one time in, in my depression. She's helped me. She spurred me to, you know, stay in the word, re- to pray, yeah. to yeah. just continue to do those things. So I'd say, you know, you may not be married, but, have that friend that will stick closer to you than a brother. And, and and if you are in a church with people, man, don't give up on them. Yeah. yeah. I say, if you are that friend, the yeah. one that's reaching out, don't stop. Don't give up. Because yeah. yeah. I'll personally say that y'all know me. I love being around people. I am an extrovert, but there are days where I just like to shut in. Just that's right. And, and it's yeah. and it's not it's not a, it's not from a depressive standpoint. It's just sometimes I just like the solitude. Yeah. Like the solitude. That's why I got Finn. My dog for when well, seriously for those yeah. days where I I do want to shut in but I am in a depressive state yeah so that because I just it helps me but you know why I'm laughing I'm yes, not laughing I because know. you have Finn I'm yes laughing. yes yes <laughs> yeah, yes I know but anyways I have like a couple years ago a, a dear friend of mine would constantly reach out to hang out um, to come over to my apartment and just spend time together and I would always come up with the dumbest excuses like oh my apartment's dirty like I can't clean it like my apartment blah blah blah, blah whatever keep reaching out he was persistent and he didn't yeah. stop he constantly always wanted to come over and i was like can we go like i always want to go somewhere else and he was perfectly fine with that too yeah but there was that it happens be that friend that doesn't stop yeah. Yeah. be annoying about it please <laughs> yes yeah, i think it's critical because yeah. the three of us that are sitting at this table that deal that do that kind of stuff we want that like we yeah. really need that we uh, because it. one like ryan said even though he didn't go out with matt that night it was encouraging because it, it helped him. It did. It did lift his spirits. I know he loved me enough to exactly. reach out, and that's and what that's and important. That's what we all need. We need someone to reach out in those moments, regardless yeah. of if they know what's going on or not. If they can tell just immediately, but if you're that friend, keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. be annoying, please. Well, let me uh, let me pray for us. Yep, yeah. pray for the uh, people listening and, and watching. Um, it's been a powerful episode. Yeah. And we just pray that God would be glorified and uh, that we have pointed someone to Christ um, in all that we do. So let's let's just pray. Uh, Father, God, we are so, so grateful uh, for you and your grace and your mercy. And uh, thank you for saving wretched sinners such as ourselves. Uh, Lord, thank you for um, just the message of hope that Christ brings, uh, Lord, to the believer. Uh, Father, just uh, I pray that um, ultimately that you would get all the glory 
through this discussion. What a healthy discussion I believe uh, it has been. Uh, Father, it's it's difficult to talk about these topics sometimes, but um, Lord, we just we want to bring you uh, the utmost glory and uh, point people to Christ because uh, it is only in Him uh, where that peace is found. Uh, God, if there's people. Uh, listening, struggling with depression, uh, Lord, just uh, comfort them, give them peace. Uh, Father, if they are not believers, draw them unto yourself. And uh, Lord, uh, I just pray that they would repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Father, um, it's just it's so important um, to have a relationship with you. And uh, Lord, I just pray that we, as as men and uh, brothers in Christ, here would we would stay. Uh, rooted in your word and uh, Lord just hold each other accountable and uh, Lord that we that we would shine uh, a light to those around us and um, we know that a lot of people struggle uh, with depression and uh, mental health uh, should not have the stigma that it does so uh, Lord I just pray that you would put this message out and uh, Lord that people would contact us and that we would love them well and uh, that we would share scripture with them, share the gospel uh, with them, uh, Lord, and and they would ultimately repent and believe. Um, Thank you, Lord, uh, for this time, for this uh, opportunity. Uh, We are so uh, grateful for your grace and mercy and love. God, we just uh, pray that you're glorified in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 Amen.